0: Hello, and welcome to the next episode of our podcast.
1: A podcast?
0: Yeah, that's what it's called, a podcast.
1: we still doing this thing?
0: Oh, well, second time's a charm.
1: And are we recording?
0: It looks like check, something's going on.
1: Check one, two, check one, two.
0: See the waves doing the their voice. thing? Well, you We're already back. heard Teresa Stoddard.
1: Mitchell Regan.
0: That is correct. And we're here, as always, to give you our unqualified, unwanted, and frankly unasked for opinions on all things pop culture related.
1: This is a special birthday episode. Mitchell Regan, how old did you turn today?
0: 35 years young.
1: And everybody knows, for the white man, you give him a podcast on his 35th birthday.
0: That is the traditional means of gifting on 35 year old birthdays for a white man. That is exactly. correct.
1: Exactly. We've got a, we've got the cake in the oven. We've got the sushi being ready.
0: And we got the podcast recording. I think we ready? got no. all things needed for someone who is a 35 <laughs> year old white man. Uh, this episode I think we're going to get right into it. What do you think?
1: I agree. So this one is just going to be five upcoming movies that we want to watch. They might have already been released or they might be coming up later this year, but they're they're something we want to take a look at.
0: Did we also talk about possibly shouting out um, any movies that we might have seen this year? Maybe one of them. um, That was something else I think we discussed as well.
1: That might be better for another episode. With this, I think I really want to focus on
0: just our, our list what we're looking forward to you know what I like that idea um, I love having podcast meetings during the podcast but also
1: uh, do we have them
0: that's true yeah I mean if, if you're gonna do something you gotta you gotta do it right on the spot
1: we're all here
0: and we are so uh, you'll hear our takes on movies that we have seen this year on other podcasts and hopefully you'll hear a lot of what we're looking forward to Deep dives at other times, but for now we're gonna do a list of. I think I narrowed mine down to five. Yours is down to five as well. Yes. And I uh, do you
1: have a little bonus as well?
0: I might have smuggled in a couple of bonus ones as well. Like
1: here's my five bonus.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my five with my bonus ones. Uh, do you want to start with your honorable mentions?
1: Uh, sure. I'll start with that. And, and I do uh, want to say that we haven't seen them yet. So, there's going to be no spoilers in this episode.
0: That's correct. We don't know
1: what's going on. We haven't seen them, so we know just as much as anybody else who's.
0: The only thing that we'll spoil is if there's anything that's connected to in a universe, or. But we'll still try to be as, as spoiler light as possible. Other episodes that we talk, we'll probably have spoiler warnings for. And as always, um, with our lists. If someone has something higher in their list or in their top five that didn't meet, that's when we'll take the deep dive and talk about it. But uh, without further ado, if you want to start us off with one of your one of your honor, your bonus ones.
1: So today I only have one bonus, and that is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And I do
0: not have that on my list.
1: Well, that's sad. Um, so I kind of wonder if this is like a millennial and beyond generation trying to traverse the unfamiliar world of dial-up internet. But, like, anyway, the movie looks fun, adventurous, and an all-around good time. I don't really have too much to say about it. It's gonna be a fun adventure flick. You know, we got Harrison Ford. That's true. Imagine he's not in it.
0: He definitely is in it. They're,
1: like, all Indiana. I I promise you,
0: I know you haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen it either. Um... All I have is two words for you, and that's Crystal Skull. And as long as it's better than that, I think I'll be happy. Now, I don't know if you know this, but one of our favorites uh, from Fleabag, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it.
1: Okay, bet.
0: Yeah, I know that might be. That might be. You might went from Honorable to maybe it's making the top six now. But is she yeah.
1: bringing that hot priest with her?
0: No, no hot priest. Just really old man. I guess uh, Antonio Banderas is the bad guy
1: if there's not a boulder I'm done okay I will rate it zero stars if there's not a boulder scene. there's
0: gotta be a Boulder there's he has to be. leave it leaves his hat uh, Mads Mickelson is in it what I know yes um there's no Steven Spielberg attached to it
1: that's a little weird
0: but James Van is a good band director, I mean good director. good direct movie director. Um, it's, it seems really, it seems interesting. It didn't make any of my honorable mentions. Um, I just
1: know that I do want to see it this year. I do as well.
0: Do you want me to go through some of my honorable mentions? I have three. Of course you do. Of course I do. Uh, one of them is this movie called The Killer. Um, it is a David Fincher movie. David Fincher makes some of my favorite movies. He made the uh, social network he's done uh, Sex, Lies, Videotape he's done all sorts of like oh he did Zodiac which we never got all the way through I've but... seen
1: like 30% of this
0: yeah <laughs> well I should warn the listeners who are, we don't have listeners but if we pretend we to have, have listeners, listeners. On. my list will be pretentious and Teresa's list will be fun that's, that's how it's going to go. But, um, it's
1: kind of our personalities, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh, Michael Fassbender's in it. Tilda Swinton's in it. Uh, and again, Fincher Films. There'll be really big uh, letters that appear to tell us where we are in the world. Um, it'll be really interesting. But I, that's pretty much all... I have for the killer. I don't think you have anything really to add. I Never mean...
1: heard of it. Willing to watch.
0: Okay. Uh, my, another honorable mention is probably on your top ten. Is what's a top ten, bro? It's top five. five. I, I can't keep. With I'm it. thirty-five, so uh, I have Barbie as an honorable.
1: Well, you are a man,
0: right? But I'll be honest with you. One of the reasons why I put it as an honorable mention is because I figured it would already be on your top five. So I wanted to see if I can create some diversity. I wanted to guess to see, uh, but I'm assuming it's in your top five list. It is. Okay, we'll talk about it when we get there. And then the last one I have, um, I'm not even sure it's going to be good, but I'm holding on hope because all the previews have looked good, um, and I love... um, uh, Who's in it? That's amazing. Uh... Iman uh, Iman Vilani, she was Miss Marvel in the Miss Marvel television series, which was really good.
1: Yes.
0: I'm talking, of course, about the Marvels.
1: So, are we saying that it's going to be Captain and Miss?
0: It's going to be Captain, Miss, and it's also going to have Spectrum, which Tiona Paris. Internet provider. <laughs> no. No, but if you want... Promo
1: code a podcast!
0: I was going to say, if you, no free advertising, but if you want to advertise with us, we will pretend that Spectrum Internet is actually great. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I, my acting skills... are not actors! Yeah, it's obvious. But no, do you remember uh, Tiana Paris's character, who is Monica Rambo, who is in...
1: Oh, yes, in WandaVision.
0: WandaVision. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. So, yes, she is going to come back because in the comics, I know you love when I go and reference things that happened a long time ago in comics, but in the 90s, she was Captain Marvel. That's
1: cool. Yeah,
0: so Monica Rambeau. So she's going to be in it. Uh, and it looks like the gimmick is, like, whenever one of them uses their power, they all switch places. Mm. So I don't know if you remember the very end of Miss Marvel but she used her power and then switched places with Captain Marvel and she was in her bedroom. So then Miss Marvel goes and switches wherever she is in the universe. So it seems like it's going to be more like that comedic where MCU was really cooking and they had like it was they were a little bit more funny than serious and you know and I think that um, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I'm less excited to see it after we saw Secret Invasion, and Samuel Jackson's going to be in this, but maybe he saved all of his acting for this.
1: You're on thin ice, buddy.
0: I'm hoping you're talking about Samuel Jackson, not me, because if he's the
1: shoe fits.
0: Okay. Right.
1: No, it's it's Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Alright.
1: <laughs> I got secondhand embarrassment watching that acting. Was, or was, lack thereof.
0: It was not great. He definitely he definitely phoned it in. Alright, um, what
1: what's your other honorable mention?
0: Those are all my three. It was Barbie, Miss Marvel, I mean the Marvels and the Killer. The killer for the, the fincherness and uh, all that. So, um what since I went for those three, what is your number five on your list?
1: Oh it's my turn to talk now. <laughs> it wow. is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which not on my know, list. It's not even on your list. Wow. Right. Surprising. Again. Because, I think it's because we're watching it tonight.
0: Well, that is that is one reason. This is reason.
1: the movie pick. We're going to be watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I've heard this one is intense and sad. And a little bit horror-related, which... If it's anything like The Last Doctor Strange, I really enjoyed that direction.
0: I did, too, yeah.
1: But I hope it doesn't get too sad.
0: I mean, Sam Raimi is a real one. He's the one who did the directing for, um... The... The second Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. And had that's why it had a lot of the horror elements. He did the whole, um... Evil Dead series. Um... So I, I don't know much about Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 3, except for the fact that uh, James Gunn, this is his very last thing he's doing for Marvel before he takes over the, uh, the, the DC Universe.
1: Oh, a traitor is in our midst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you don't know, get the bag, man. Get, get, the, get your money when you can. Um, I know it's going to have the same cast... Uh, you know, has Chris Pratt, Brad, Bradley if they just Cooper. Changed Did...
1: everybody now.
0: It would be weird. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see it. We're gonna watch it tonight. Again, another reason why I didn't, um, why I didn't pick it is because I figured you would, and I'd like to have a little bit of diversity. Um, but no, I think I think, uh, think it'll be good. I heard that it's a little bit Rocket Raccoon focused, which is cool. Because um, it's a little bit something different than just being revolved around uh, Chris Pratt's character.
1: Chris Pratt? Chris Don't tell the girls.
0: I, I won't. I won't tell the girls.
1: The Chris Pratt joke.
0: Oh, and that we went way rats. over my head. Sometimes you gotta explain things. It's that was really good.
1: Currently, our smallest rat handful of bees, also known as Little Margaret, is taking one piece of coloring equipment at a time. And well, you can't take it
0: all. That's just it's no. too much.
1: And then squeezing under the door with either a crayon, a colored pencil, or a marker. It's really
0: not what you want.
1: But she's hopping while she does it, so her rat crimes are adorable. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy always has the best soundtrack.
0: Yeah, their music so is undeniably great. So I'm really, I'm ready for that. Yeah, that's to be, that's gonna be amazing.
1: What's your number five?
0: My number five, again, I'm gonna really really, really lean into the pretension here. Uh, I know you're excited, but this has someone you know. This is someone you like in it. Uh, this is a, a movie called, and I don't know much about it except for who's in it and the uh, the director attached to it. So, this is a Yorgos Lengfos film, uh, which the last one he did, I think, was the favorite. He also did a movie called The Lobster, which I always so that we should watch, and we never have gotten a chance to. He does really interesting things with his camera uh, that not a lot of others do. Um, uh, he's a very fascinating director, um, and the cast in it is bonkers great. It has Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Rami Youssef, William Defoe, uh, Jared Car- Carmichael, and it is supposed to be about bringing someone back to life it is quite quite the uh experimental looking film so i'm i'm hoping it's good it's not going to be released for quite a while it's still but it's still gonna be released this year um i don't know if you have anything to say on it
1: I see that it's sort of like a sci fi and a romance.
0: Yes, it's.
1: I can read off of IMDb. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> that's, yep, you know, that's great. All right, what's your number four?
1: Okay, we're going to keep it simple. Number four is Oppenheimer.
0: That is my number three.
1: And I literally only want to see it because it's Barbie's rival. That's it.
0: That's it because I of the whole Barbenheimer thing? It,
1: it's for the memes and like I kind of want to do a double feature watch that and then Barbie like a lot of people are experiencing
0: Um, I'm going to go ahead and just talk about it then Um, again I won't won't elaborate too much I think what's going on in the movie theater is great I know that also uh, another movie that didn't make any of my honorable mentions but looks really funny is the one that Molly Gordon wrote and she's on Molly Gordon was the uh, the girlfriend of Carmi in the Bear we just saw it's a movie called I think called theater camp Claire Claire is her name yes not just the girlfriend of Carmi her name is Claire but Molly Garden wrote and she's in this movie called theater camp and it kind of like just think about the begin the very beginning of
1: physics girlfriend
0: exactly but like that's the entire movie and it's just like as much it's it's bigger than camp but anyway all three of those movies are going on right now and like barbie just hit a billion dollars um i want to see oppenheimer because christopher nolan's one of my favorite directors um he did the whole dark knight series the whole batman series he did inception um he did interstellar uh unfortunately he also did tenet and that was horrible
1: why? Did you know that some of the actors in that didn't even know what the hell they were doing?
0: I could believe that because, because we didn't everyone know who watched happening. it had no idea what was I going on. I actually
1: remember when you, me, and your mother watched it, it's... and we just at a certain point looked at each other and like, do you know what's going on? What is no, happening? we had
0: no idea. Is
1: this a movie? It... Are we just watching chaos?
0: It was, it was is garbage. Is
1: this a black hole? Is this an unraveling of the universe? Why is this happening?
0: so um i've heard really good reviews um i've heard that also uh, he
1: just looks fancy
0: robert downey jr is amazing in it cillian murphy is also great matt damon
1: i thought you were gonna say that robert downey jr was silly in the role
0: <laughs> no <laughs> but I weird it,
1: take but okay
0: and then um and also emily blunt's in it and also uh oh gosh what's her name um, she's the new Black Widow. She's uh, oh
1: yes, yes, yes. Uh, Florence Pugh.
0: Florence Pugh.
1: I'm not normally good with names, so I'm really proud of myself.
0: That was that was a great pull. Yeah, Florence Pugh is also in it. Um, Christopher Nolan one of my favorite one of my favorite directors. Uh, so I'm super excited if you don't mind i'm also gonna do my number four because that was your number four and then you're gonna get a chance to talk a lot more (laughs) um just because this might be something that you might be interested in uh the person who wrote and uh the person who directed at least the first season of what was that show that was incredibly he did um mr robot
1: I would like to go back and rewatch from the beginning because there was a certain part where I just didn't see it any longer.
0: But he also did uh, this amazing show called Homecoming.
1: Oh, yes. You that... still need to watch season two of that.
0: Yeah, I've heard season two is a bit of a drop-off. The, the first, first season was amazing. is incredible, and he's reuniting with Julia Roberts. who She was in the first season of that. Uh, but the cast again is also incredible. It has Mahershala Ali, Kevin Bacon, Ethan Hawke. Um, and this one is just there's really not much of a, a, um, a description behind it except for the fact that he is basing on a a, a, uh, a written novel. That's um, how
1: novels work?
0: Yeah, that's true. They are. Written. Are you
1: going to tell them the name of it?
0: Oh, did I not say? It's called uh, Leave the World Behind. So I don't know if that's a hint as to what it's about. But I am very excited for it. I love most of the stuff that Sam Esmail has done. Um, And like I said, the cast just seems insanely amazing. Uh, what is your number three?
1: My number three is Barbie. Okay, really excited to see it. It looks super fun, and I just am so happy about the copious amounts of uh, male tears, and I think it'll quench me nicely while I watch it.
0: Yeah, I also think that it's become a kind of a phenomenon which is amazing, uh, where everyone is dressing up in pink.
1: And if not, they take you behind the movie theater and shoot you.
0: Yeah, I've heard Greta Gerwig does that herself.
1: According to the memes, but everyone knows memes are true, so...
0: Um, but yeah, it's amazing. It's it's the first... It just became the first ever solo-directed female film to ever reach a billion. Uh, I also... Noah Baumbach... Uh, who wrote uh, the divorce movie that we watched a couple of years ago? The head. story. Yes, very good. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're <laughs> here to pick up the stuff I don't. But no, he um, he's also uh, wrote it with uh, Greta Gerwig. Uh, again, this cast looks amazing. I can't wait to see Ryan Gosling as Ken. Um. Uh, I've heard that it's just really funny, but also really out there.
1: I've heard that a lot of, like, eight-year-old girls are like, what's the patriarchy? So, um, this generation is waking up. So, I want not get too comfy, men.
0: Yes. I also love that, um, apparently tons of, like... I'll just go out and say, Republicans are so angry that this movie is doing well. And so, like, if you're, you know, a Republican
1: turn our podcast off right now. We do not like you. We do not want you. We don't care about how your numbers help us. You can get the fuck out.
0: I also think what I was going to complete my sentence was that was a bit more extreme, but um, oh, I no, I, I mean, I'll, I'll take their money, just I don't want to agree with anything they say. Um, what I was going to say was if you're angering Republicans, you know you did something correct. And then if you make a billion dollars off of angering Republicans, you definitely did something correct. Uh, what is your numero devs?
1: So I'm guessing that it's not on your list at all, but it's The Little Mermaid. That
0: is 100% true. It is definitely not It's a
1: live-action list. Disney remake of a childhood classic, you know, if you've been living under a rock. Um, I've I'm always just... liked The Little Mermaid. It doesn't capture my heart quite like The Lion King, but I'd say it's up there. And I love, love, love the casting of Halle Bailey. And I know all the racists are throwing their temper tantrums about the validity of a black, wait, mermaid? But they're also the kind who wear MAGA hats, so I don't Again, if you
0: upset these people, you're doing the right thing.
1: Yes. I'm just
0: sad about ginger erasure, but I can (laughs) accept it.
1: And also, like, no, she has ginger hair. It's just a
0: different shade. Oh! Does she have a soul? Yes. Oh good, then Well actually that's bad.
1: <laughs> I'm just what uh, do you think Ursula's gonna take from her?
0: That's true. Oh, that was definitely a plot hole in the first one. <laughs> um
1: What's your number two? Three?
0: Uh, <laughs> No, it's my number two, because my three was uh, Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer! I I already did it. My number three was Oppenheimer. Uh, Yeah, I I really don't have much to add to the Little Mermaid thing. Um, I do want to see it. uh, But I I, I, kind of feel of two parts of all of these, like, Disney remakes of their animated films, because... I really truly believe animation is movie making, and I feel like sometimes when they're remaking all of these in live action, it almost in a way like discredits their power of animation. Oh, like
1: they're saying this will now be the real Little Mermaid or like the real Lion King. Right. Which I don't really want to see. Listen, I will watch nature documentaries all day. I will watch them until the cows come home in the very documentary that I'm watching. But something about... Nah, I don't like that.
0: you never seen a live, the live-action live-action? No, pick? I
1: don't want to see it.
0: I haven't seen it. I don't it's think... just
1: weird. It's Have like you seen
0: the Jungle Book?
1: They shouldn't speak, no.
0: I haven't seen that one either. I Well, I... you know, they're gonna, there's going to be fish in this that are going to speaking.
1: You don't speak to fish?
0: No, but... Even if I did, I don't know if they sound like David Diggs.
1: If they did, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Well, David Diggs Diggs
1: is... I'll see myself out. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I'm gonna move on to my number two.
1: Moving right along.
0: I don't know if you have this on your list, but this...
1: I don't, but it was in my other list when I started making, like, movies of this year list.
0: So, Dune Part 2. See, I actually remembered this time I said the name of the thing. Dune Duh dune part duh, um, which the first dune was incredibly amazing like just the design of the spacecrafts alone when they became like gigantic dragonflies was so cool do you remember when we watched it during the pandemic oh my
1: gosh yes I was like it was amazing
0: like it was I didn't know away. that was
1: a thing you could do
0: right now, here's the thing about Dune Part Two that's wild is all the boring shit. It's out of the way. It's out of the way. The second part of it is Give just me that like
1: sweet, sweet spice
0: crazy. Um, so we got Denis Villeneuve, who is one of the best working directors. I don't know if you see that as a trend here. You know what I'm saying, um, but then like, hey, we have Timothée Chalamet. We have... You want? What you did wa- you
1: just call him? Timothy? Timothy. Yo, Timothy! Um, Timothy. I,
0: I know what it is. I know. it's I know what it is. But adding to that cast, we get... So not only that, we're going to get more Zendaya. We're going to get um, more Brolin. But not only that, we're going to get Austin Butler, the guy who played um, Elvis... He is going to be in it. Christopher Walken's going to be in it. It's
1: supposed to be an Elvis impression because that was so cringe. It was.
0: It was great. Thank you. <laughs> um, but then also we're going to get Florence Pugh in this.
1: She could be in everything, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Um, but it's it's it. it the previews look amazing. I mean, riding worms back on that spice.
1: A love it spice.
0: a little spice so that comes out in november i'm I, really excited about something it i have to mention sure
1: it's not directly dune related but it is sandworm related all right so i know i told you this but i didn't tell our single listener yeah <laughs> hey your what's mom. up Love well, my mom hi your mom if she can get the podcast to work maybe jenny maybe not listening but at least playing it
0: hi your sister
1: Hi! What's up, guys? Anyway, so a 500-million-year-old fossilized sea worm has been found in northern Utah.
0: Oh, no, they're coming for us.
1: Yes. And this ancient worm is said to have, like, would have glided through the ocean during the Cambrian period, which, you know... Oh, yeah,
0: everyone knows the Cambrian period. People love that.
1: 541 million to 485.4 million years ago. It's the
0: best kind of period.
1: It was marked by a surge of new life sometimes dubbed the cambrian explosion so one of the things that exploded during that time is a new species named shaihuludia shurakini. i do apologize for saying that because i don't think i said it correctly but it's a yeah. genu- genus is inspired by the fictional shahulud worms on the spice world in the dune novels. So that's just a little aside there. I thought that was really cool. A little creepy, but um, Japanese throwing star worms? Okay. Yeah, that's Frank Herbert
0: on that spice.
1: That's my new form of transportation. That's
0: a good one. Just make sure you uh, have those things to make you come out of the ground. <laughs> um. Look
1: how pointy and cool. But it's like angry and slug-like too.
0: But. Would want to come across those. Uh, what is your number one?
1: My number one is Infinity Pool.
0: Okay, I figured you'd put that on there, so I didn't put it on there.
1: So, Alexander Skarsgard and Mia Goth. Need I say more? Like, I love, love, love when Skarsgard channels his dark side. So, like, I wouldn't let the good looks and smile fool you. Like, he can be downright terrifying. Like, he can give a bone-chilling performance. I'm looking at you, Big Little Lies. Um, and Mia Goff is amazing in XM Pearl, and I cannot wait to watch this one and see how they do together. He's also, I
0: mean, Guard was great just recently in the last season of Succession.
1: Yes. I think he was
0: great in that. He um, was,
1: like, cheeky and funny, but, like, there was a menacing note to him.
0: I also really, um... I'm interested because...
1: I mean, we can make a whole Alexander Skarsgård podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's... That'll the be Scars part of Guardians, our podcast network, like, I think.
1: The Skarsgårdian so, Guardians.
0: Man, now now you just lifted off uh, podcast names that people could take.
1: No, no, the Scars The
0: Skarsgårdians of the Galaxy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I also, um... Love that, uh... Brandon Codenberg is the one who is directing it he um he's done a couple of movies that uh but what he's probably more famous for is being the son of a really famous horror director which is David Cronenberg and what he's most famous for is body horror
1: that's your favorite kind of horror oh yeah
0: it's it's great stuff
1: Kevin Smith hit me up
0: um but what I've heard is he's kind of following in his father's footsteps. But David Cronenberg did things like uh, *The Fly*.
1: I still haven't seen that.
0: But it, it's it's gnarly. Like you get a fly, and you get uh, parts of um, other every, so other people's daddy. They got Ian Malcolm from from Jurassic Park. Um.
1: If we're talking about Jurassic Park daddy, it's Jeff Goldblum.
0: That's who we're talking about. That's Ian Malcolm, my friend. What? Ian Malcolm. Oh, is The that's character his name. that he plays.
1: All right, I was like, mm, "I don't think so. I think it's Jeff Goldblum."
0: But um but so Brandon Kronberg is doing like continuing his father's work with the whole body horror thing. And so that's also perfect because like Scar is kind of new to doing horror, so I'm interested to see how that works. But uh, Mia Goth already seems like she's going to be the next Queen of Horror. Her and Jenna Ortega. uh, One movie that didn't make my list that is also definitely one I'm looking forward to is going to be Maxine. Which is supposed to be the continuation of that X story. uh, Which was such a great throwback to... uh, Which was funny because we saw X and Pearl before we actually saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: And then we went back, watched that, and we were like,
0: oh, oh yeah. Like, it was like perfectly they really did something done. There. So, really excited to see that as well. So, I give that a shout out. Um, that's it for your list. Yeah. All right. My list, again, here's the pretension. Um, but it is probably the greatest uh, American made. Uh, American. American director. Uh, still chugging out movies and that's uh, Martin Scorsese uh, he has the movie The Killers of the Flower Moon that's been delayed for years um, it, was try- it was supposed to come out I think the middle of last year but because of all the delays and the pandemic and everything um, it's supposed to be an Apple original film Uh, it is going to be over three hours and it's supposed to be like this epic where it's going to be like the origins of the FBI uh, investigating deaths of all of the Native American tribes in the Southwest um, United States Um, it is like cast in it is Leonardo DiCaprio Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, John Lithgow.
1: Listen, it's going to be terrifying if Jesse Plemons has anything to do with it.
0: Oh yeah, he seems to be the big bad. I
1: am terrified of that man. He
0: is a very scary guy. He
1: could smile at me and hand me a cake, and I would be like, "No, thank you, sir." Please. But I
0: mean, Martin Scorsese directed some of my favorite movies. Uh, He's done, you know, Goodfellas, Departed casino I mean I can go on forever with all of these movies
1: he really can and has
0: <laughs> and um, will it's true um, but it's, it's highly anticipated a lot of people believe it's going to be one of the leading Oscar contending movies uh, I'm really excited to see it there's really not much else to add to it that hasn't been said by Mart- about Martin Scorsese, but if you like really good film, um, you know movies made extremely well, and uh, you have three hours and thirty minutes to kill, eh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the the greats, I think.
1: I love the name of it.
0: Yeah, Killers with flower's Flower Moon is really cool.
1: That sounds like it would be just, like, an amazing album.
0: (laughs) Well, it's going to be an amazing film. Um, Did you have any other movies you wanted to shout out or mention or anything? Mm,
1: No, I think we will be um, giving you guys three episodes on August 8th. That'll be when we start the podcast. That's the hope. And then after that, we're going to be giving you weekly episodes every Tuesday. So, um, I'm Teresa. That's our list, and I think we're about done, right? Do you have anything else to say other than happy, happy birthday?
0: Well, can't wait to enjoy the rest of the birthday festivities. Thank you guys again for listening. Um, Again, we'll have our socials up. Hopefully by the third podcast, we'll get to shout them out. So you can reach us if you have any questions or suggestions or thoughts or just want to say hi, Jenny. Hi. Um, <laughs> I uh, Again, thank you for listening. Um,
1: we appreciate it so much. We're so passionate about this. It's just fun. So being able to share it with others really just like takes it to the next level for me.
0: 100%. Even if it's just to document our thoughts... As I get older and I forget how to have those.
1: Yes, and we've been trying to find a way to keep track of everything we've watched in our lists. So, if anything, this is some uh, bookkeeping for us.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you for listening. I'm Mitchell Regan.
1: I'm Teresa Stoddard. This is a podcast?
0: Absolutely, it is.
1: See you next Tuesday.